from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving and storage studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, today, joined by my friend, Rachel Cruz. So good to be with you, Jade. It's so great. So I fun. love hosting with you, Rachel. I do, too. I do, too. When I saw our names for Friday, I thought, oh be a good day oh yeah it's gonna, it's gonna be, be a good day it's gonna be good we want to take your calls whatever it is that's on your heart what's on your mind today give us a call the number is 888-825-5225 we're gonna go straight to the phone lines we've got kayla in dallas texas what's going on kayla hey guys thanks for taking my call today absolutely um, i'm i'm calling because i just started fpu and i'm being super compliant because my way has clearly not worked um, so <laughs> You want to do it the, the Ramsey way, but I have questions um, just about credit. Like I've cut up my credit card uh-huh. um, as per, you know, the sets. Well, and way to go. I'm, going, I'm going for it with it. But my concern is I'm in a studio right now. What if I need to like, I don't know, rent another apartment? Don't I need credit for that? Like maybe I've been brainwashed a little bit too much, but I just wanted to ask the professionals. Sure. That's a really good. I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people worry about is how am I supposed to live life without a credit score? It's definitely possible. You know, they do use other things to look at your credit history. They'll look at things like cell phone. They'll look at so many other ways of you paying back debt. But do be prepared because when when it comes to uh, renting an apartment, if you don't have credit, you are a lot of times going to have to pay more money up front when it comes to like first to last month's rent and things like that. A lot of times, at least in my experience they have asked for more money up front um we see this too with renting cars and things like that sometimes we get the short end of the stick because of the way that we're choosing to live our life without debt but it's still absolutely possible uh do you have anything to add to that rachel yeah i mean i would say kayla usually most apartment complexes that we you know as we've done this and heard from people if you have your first month's rent, last month's rent, security deposit, and like Jade said, other bills to prove that you pay on time, it's not going to be debt, but cell phone, insurance, your current rent that you're renting now, like keeping kind of a ledger of that stuff just to prove and show, I mean, electricity, right? Like mm-hmm. any bill that you have to say, hey, here's my here's my history for the last six months of payment. Here's first month's rent, last month's rent, security deposit, all in full. Uh, most places will still rent you that apartment, but- if they say no, guess what? You get to go right about half a mile down okay. to another complex and say, hey, <laughs> here's my situation. You know, you may have to go shop around, but people are, they, you can still rent an apartment. There are still people that do that, that will rent you the apartment, uh, renting cars. I mean, anything and everything, it is still possible to do without a credit score, without a credit card, all the above. But it, but like Jade said though, Kayla, it's not just a, pu- a plug and play because companies now use this score for a lot of different things. So there is going to be some runaround a little bit, but let me tell you, the runaround is so much Woo-hoo! worth it than having to sit there and pay <laughs> a bunch of credit card bills and car loans. So I would rather take the extra energy yep. and go and do that. And you'll do the same thing, Kayla, when you want to purchase a home, you'll do manual underwriting to get your mortgage versus a credit score. Again, it's going to take a level of, of extra paperwork, extra effort, but the extra effort is so much worth it when you are free and you don't owe anyone anything. I know, that's right. I'm proud of you, Kayla, for doing this, mm-hmm. man. You cut up the credit cards. Like, you're in it. You're doing it. You're doing a great job. That's something I said I wasn't going to do either. But uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, my way doesn't work. So let's that's do- right. Just try it. Because here's the deal. We always say, too, 
if you do this for six months, you get out of debt and you hate being debt free, it'll be there waiting for you. You can you can go you can go right back in. It's it's way easier to go into debt than it is to get out. So yeah, there's always your chance if that's what you want. But I'm telling you, Kayla, once you taste that freedom, you're you're not gonna want to go back. Man, she's doing a great job, but she brings up a really interesting point because you know with with when it comes to apartments, you know, it, that is the thing people think, man, like, how am I going to get out of this? But one thing I would say for anybody listening, if you're renting, even if you're renting, like, even if you're living with your parents, right, but you're paying rent to them, keep record of that. Yeah. Like, actually write them a check or do like a, a transfer, something that you can keep record of, because when you are ready to move That's out, whether it be into your own home or into an apartment, they want to see a history that you've been paying rent. And I think a lot of times, I'm Kayla wasn't living with her parents, but a lot of times when people are living with their parents, it's kind of lackadaisical. It's like, oh, you know, my mom, you know, I give her some money here or there. But it's really important to keep record of that because some at some point you are going to want to yeah, move out. That's a great point. And you need to have record of that. So yeah, we have actually a fine print episode, episode seven of the podcast, The Fine Print. It's the dirty truth behind your credit score. And George Campbell walks you through every scenario yes about when you need a credit score and how you can get around it without a credit score so make sure to check out that episode again of the fine print episode seven that'll be helpful that'll be very helpful i remember that episode so folks if you listen to the ramsey show we're on five days a week all the time on podcasts you can come on any day and there's probably going to be episodes on there new episodes can you share it if this show has helped you in any way consider sharing the show with somebody go on to youtube like the show leave a positive review but let me tell you something don't don't be leaving any negative comment comments no you have nothing nice to say don't say anything that's that's what mama said if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all because i've seen some of you in the comments don't think i don't see it i you know it's so funny to me and again if that's what you guys want to do whatever but (laughs) it's a free country i I just don't, I don't think, unless I bought a product and it was just crap and I'm like, I need other people to know not to buy this because it's a scam or whatever the thing is. Like it doesn't look like the picture or whatever, (laughs) but like on people's podcasts or even their Instagram picture, like, yeah, it's just so fun. I'm like, I just can't. I would never. I just don't, I just can't. I I don't even, I don't even have the energy. Like I see something I don't like and I just kind of keep going. I'm like, I got kids screaming. I have work. Like I have things to do. I I don't have the energy to sit there, Jade. I know. And press the comment button and, and, and type. And write a whole thing. And write a thing. I don't know. I just don't. It's just funny to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. Look, but. I, somebody told me that my my sweater looked like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> hey, I got one. Someone said it's a, a guilty as charged question for yeah. our Smart Money Happy Hour podcast. And uh-huh. I got a direct message. And she said, I don't have a guilty as charged question, but you are guilty of wearing the ugliest sweater Ooh. I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, well, sorry, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley from Idaho. Sorry. I like wow. my sweater. Oh, yeah. That's what she said to me. I was like. Jeez, that we was need to direct. collect that, all that, of that. these and do a segment on them. We should do a segment of all the mean comments. All the mean comments we get. James, my favorite, and and honestly, I should probably go on there and say thank you. My favorite comment was from last week. Somebody said Jade Warshaw has the biggest lips of all the personalities, and you said that's right. I was like, that's Come right. On. And this ain't injections. People you know pay what I'm saying? to have Jade Warshaw. <laughs> okay, but this is all we're saying. Come on there, leave a comment. Tell people how much you love the show, how much it's helped you share it with a neighbor, because honestly, what we're sharing on here is life changing. People 
are transforming their entire lives because of these principles. I'm one of these people. Rachel, I know you're one of these people. This this show, the content that we're talking about, guys, it is powerful, powerful stuff. Like, share, subscribe. We would really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you a thing. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. And as always, we're taking calls about your life, whatever's going on in your life, your money. It could be something like taxes because it's tax season. And I know that a lot of you are like, oh my gosh, this time of year, it's so stressful. It does not need to feel like that. A lot of you have questions about taxes. We totally get that. Taxes are confusing. Can we just admit that right now, Rachel? That oh, taxes it's so... Ugh. So to help you get a better... I'm, I'm not great at it. Oh. I gave it to Winston and then we go get help. And I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with it. Yes. It stresses me out. And that is the correct stance to take, Rachel Cruz. <laughs> that, that is correct. <laughs> so to help you get a better a better handle on them, let us, let us unpack a couple of questions from our listeners because this is stuff that we all deal about deal with so one listener says i'm so confused about the child tax credit this year why haven't i gotten mine from last year all right a lot of people are asking that question and here's the deal here's what's up with the child tax credit during covid the government made changes to it and that kind of affected the way we viewed it right we thought oh this is normal but that wasn't normal that was just because of covid so during covid this tax credit already existed but they increased the amount that they were giving more Mm -hmm. yeah so you're seeing like uh, you know depending on how many kids you had that much money was going you know into your account so parents got half of that money up front in monthly installments do you guys remember that we were all getting you know however many kids you got some people were getting six hundred dollars some people were getting you know nine hundred dollars that sort of deal and people got used to that money rachel yes and then the policies changed and things went back to normal and that money went away. So the other half was given when you filed your taxes, which is the normal way. Um, and this change expired because state of emergency was over. So that change expired December 2021. So that means we're now back to business as usual. It didn't go away. It just means that you can claim the child tax credit, which is $2,000 per qualifying child under age 17 when you file your taxes. You're not getting it ahead of time in installments. They're just adding it to your taxes like they used to. So for more tips uh, and software that can help you file with confidence, go ahead and head to RamseySolutions.com slash smart tax. Ramsey Smart Tax will guide you through uh, the online process with low upfront pricing and Rachel, no hidden fees. I love that. Yeah. Again, RamseySolutions.com slash smart tax. If you have any questions about it, We're here for you and we're here taking your questions today about your life, your money. Give us a call. The call, uh, the number is 888-825-5225. We are here to answer your questions. So let's take a call now. We're going to go to Benjamin in Detroit. What's going on, Benjamin? What's going on? Hey, Jade. Yeah. Rachel. Hey, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you all. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. How can we help? Oh, uh, and, and I, well, I'm calling because, um, well, you know, my wife and I, we're on Baby Step 3B. All we've, right. Um, we've, uh, you know, within two years, we got out about, you know, just over 65000 in debt. You know, we're super excited about not owing anyone. It's been good. Um, Congrats. But the question has been, uh, we, we've, We've uh, discussed it a couple of times before and trying to figure out, like, guidelines for merging our, our, our health insurance. Like, we've merged our finances, but 
Mm-hmm. Health insurance is, uh, you know, it's another item and, you know, we're both paying for it. But yeah. um, I'm just curious, like, what are the thoughts and what are the um, the directions or guidelines sure. for merging health insurance? And is it is it absolutely necessary, like mm-hmm. the finances? Yeah, no, it is not. You want to find the cheapest option. And right. so, in fact, how we at our, in our house, Benjamin, my husband has his own. He's on his own policy and mm-hmm. it's cheaper for me to have just the kids just the way that the policies work uh, versus us doing a big family plan. It's yeah. actually cheaper for Winston to be on his mm-hmm. own. Uh, so no, that the idea of merging money when it comes to getting married is an idea of unity and oneness, but with health insurance specifically, I would say just to have the best deal. So Absolutely. look at different plans. Um, if your wife works, if you work, if you're getting it through an employer, both pull up and say, hey, okay, is it cheaper to have an individual plan here and then a family plan there? Or is it cheaper to do the whole family plan together? Uh, so yeah, I would look to see what is what's the what's the cheapest for you guys, what the coverage that you guys want. Do you get health? Do both of you get health as a benefit through your work, or are you self employed? Um, we we both get a benefit through work, and uh, you know the paperwork is so wild and hard to yes, read. Like, it who's is. the person that can really? talk through that <laughs> well usually your HR, hr yeah your the hr of the company you should be able to sit down and mm-hmm. and look at the different plans and get a really um i mean what i would do because they're in that stuff day in and day out i know our hr mm-hmm. department man they they're looking they're at great. stuff constantly and so yeah uh i would even say benjamin to just tell your hr director like hey listen i this is a lot and i need this like dumbed down like yes. that's what i would say give me the mm-hmm. fifth grade level of all right. the different options, because you're going to have option A, B, C, right. or you know whatever it is. Uh, get that. Have your wife do the same, and y'all just sit down one night and say, "Okay, let's just price this out." You know, if what would it look like um, for the kids to be on mine over here? What's the family plan there? What's the family plan at her work? What's the individual plan at her work? And you know, and you can kind of just piece it together. Mm-hmm. But you're going to want all that information and ask them to do it, not just to print off an 80 page pamphlet right. or something, you know, for you. Ask them to go through it and help yes. you understand yeah. it. That's right. Yep. Mm. But it's a that's a great great question. That is a great question. Does that give you the answer that you need? Oh, that definitely gives me the answer. I you know, I'll definitely keep going back and listening over again and um yeah, we have to get together and talk about it. I good, love it. good, good. Well, congratulations it. on paying off $65,000 of debt. That's super duper excited. That's right. And today's question, Jade, comes from Rick in Iowa. I am new to the program, so I have a quick dumb question. There are no <laughs> There are no dumb That's questions, right. That's Jade. Right. Uh, mentally, <laughs> mentally, I want to keep maxing out my 401k and my 457. I think it's against your steps, but I don't want to miss out on a year of doing this. If I stop for a year and pay off my debt, I will lose a lot of investing and maybe a little tax benefit. Everyone's situation is different, but I'm not sure what to do. Thanks for your advice. So we definitely still, Rick, would recommend pausing while you have yes. debts. And if you miss out for a year, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Because you're going to have money. You're going to have money. Yep. And you're going to be able to invest more. And this is how it works. Yeah. When people are focused, especially when it comes to baby step two and paying off debt, the more focused and planned you are and every part, every ounce of your income that you have to go to this debt and you are... It's, it's an intense focus. Yeah. It does something. And when you say, hey, I'm going to pause this thing over here that I really want, let that be a level of motivation to be like, I want to keep investing. So like, I'm going to pay this off as quickly as possible. Exactly. So I can get to that. Exactly. Most people, they can't wait to start investing. Let that fuel your fire to go even quickly, even more quickly yep. through getting 
getting your debt paid off, getting three to six months saved up. Because here's the thing. The baby steps work when you work them and they work when you work them in order. And what happens all the time, I see it all the time. People get excited because they're they're looking at TikTok, they're looking at Instagram <laughs> and they're seeing all these videos about compound interest and investing and they get hyped up, which you should. Right. Like right, investing right. is exciting. However, if you start investing too soon, you don't have an emergency fund and you've got a bunch of debt. Murphy comes. That's right. Something's going to happen. And then people take out money out their 401k oh. or they or they take yep. a loan against it. And then it just ends up being a, a terrible mess. 401k loans. I mean, we're Mm-mm. seeing more and more of them yep. now. And it's like if you would just work the baby steps in order. And the thing is, here's the thing. Most people are not investing 15 percent right now. Like right. They're, they're investing three or up five to the match. Up to the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you work the baby steps, when you get to baby step four, you're investing 15 percent. That's a that's a pretty that's more than we give to the Lord's house. Okay, ten <laughs> percent is the tithe, and here we are giving fifteen percent. That's excellent. Yeah. That's so much money. You are going to more than make up for it. Yes. you're gonna be just fine. It's better to walk the steps in order than to not. You know, and then it's like next thing you know, you're taking out a four hundred one k loan for Beyonce tickets. That's right. Oh, you have know you seen saying? that, girl? Have I seen it? I I got some articles sent to me, and I was like, what? What is happening? Oh. 401k loans People for queen t- b for queen b it's still not worth it a 10 percent penalty and they're having to pay income taxes no on that 401k no. loan Whew. someone took um took a uh took equity out of their house no. got a loan off their house for taylor swift tickets i no. heard that one too yep oh don't do it oh, Lord, don't have do mercy it. on the soul there's no such thing as just a dumb YouTube. question just go to youtube and watch music videos no such thing you as a dumb this? question but that, but that, dumb things it's a little What's single, that? single ladies. Oh, that's the single we'll ladies? <laughs> Don't do it. Do not do it. This is The Ramsey Show. You are listening to The Ramsey Show and live in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. We've got Michael. What's going on, Michael? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Where are you from? Uh, I was born in Chatsworth, Georgia, and I work in Duluth, Georgia right now. Awesome. Awesome. So you're obviously here to do your debt-free scream. How much debt have you paid off? Uh, almost $30,000, uh, nice. dollars How long did it take you? Two years and three months. Nice. Right on point. And what was your range of, like, what were you making during that time when you did it? The range is pretty big. So when I started, um, I was a long-term sub and I made about $100 a day. Mm-hmm. So, and then I went part-time. So I started at about $17,000 and did some side gigs and got it up to about $21,000. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and I think I made close to 54000 this past year. Nice. nice. Just climbing and climbing and climbing. Very, very cool. So what happened to kind of get you, what got your juices flowing that said, I got to get this debt paid off? Well, once I started working, um, I was getting money to keep teaching. Teachers were getting a lot of money, money to not quit, basically. Brian Kemp was giving us some money, uh, and there was COVID relief funds. And I thought it would be a great gift to my parents uh, who were here with me today to pay off my car. My mom was making the car payment every month, and I just thought it would be a kind gesture, if anything. And then uh, someone said something about this debt snowball thing and this Dave Ramsey show. And I listened to it. And in the first hour, I, I realized I had $22,000 more to go plus the credit card debt. Um, and I was like, 
it would be great to start off the rest of my career and my life debt-free, everything in the positive, to have a positive net worth. So that was the goal. Wow. So you had, you said car, car, note, car note debt, credit card debt. Was there anything else rolled into that 30K? Yes. $22,500 of student loans. Uh, yes. Oh, Sally of May. Of course. Mm. I know. It's assumed now, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, amazing job. Okay. So what were the things that you did? to help you get out of debt because there's other Michaels listening right now and they're thinking, Absolutely. man, his story, this is this is me. Where do I even begin? What do I do? What were the things that really got you progress quickly? Uh, the budget, using the every, the every dollar app every day. Um, and I found j- just by keeping track of it, you make better decisions. Mm. Um, and I was a thousand to two thousand dollars every month to the student loans for two years and it was a little wow. over 50 percent of my income mm. wow having two roommates certainly helps having my my parents help um it was a lot but you know to buy a five dollar coffee from starbucks is one thing but to then have to go home open up the app and type into the computer i spent five dollars <laughs> on a coffee yes. you're less likely to do that yeah. every day so for sure keeping the budget was the biggest thing i me. mean and you really for two years paying off thirty thousand, and with that income i mean you really shrank your lifestyle and you upped your income obviously through that process but i'm like that that math that you really sacrificed in those two years yeah did it feel like it what was it was it hard yeah, the, the biggest thing I had to give up was eating out the coffee um, and Legos. I'm a big Legos, Legos. guy. I haven't bought <laughs> Legos in two years. And, it seems and they're like, expensive. Yes, especially as soon as I started, Lego was coming out with six, seven, eight hundred dollar Lego sets. I just wow. wanted so bad, um, but I, I had to stop. So, so there, was it worth it? Was it, the thing that you love the most, was it worth it to sacrifice temporarily? Absolutely, absolutely. And now if I had room for it, I don't have room for all those Lego sets, but I could certainly do that. But now I'm working on the emergency fund. So yes. I'll keep putting it off for a few more years. That's so great. So your parents are sitting over here uh, in the lobby. I'm assuming they're your parents. Yes, ma'am. Uh, how, how, I'm sure they're very proud, very, very proud of you. So were they some of your big cheerleaders in this time or who else was kind of cheering you on through this journey? They were certainly my biggest cheerleaders uh, and my biggest financial help. Um, you know, college costs a lot more than $22,000 and, yeah. and they helped me cover a lot of it. So we mm. only took out that much. Um, and like I said, my mom was trying to pay on my car and at the beginning of this, my other cheerleaders were my, my fabulous coworkers in the fine arts department. They were always asking me how much is left? How much should I pay this month? Oh, that's great. What did I do with that Christmas bonus? Oh, wow. Built-in <laughs> accountability. Yes. Um, so certainly them. Those, those are my big cheerleaders, my coworkers and my family. I love it. Love it. Love it. So we know the Legos, like that was a big sacrifice. What was, but emotionally, like what was the hardest part of this journey? Because you were in it two years. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze yeah. at, two years. What was the hardest part? Like what was the part that every day it was like, okay, like I just got to keep doing X, Y, Z. There, there was a point looking forward to like the five and 10 thousands really got me through it because I paid off the car, I paid off the credit card, and then I got to 20,000, and then it seemed like forever, like no progress was being made. I would pay thousands of dollars and still owed 17. Mm. And then one day I was under 10, and it was like the home stretch. Wow. Um, so that was what really got me through, but it, it just felt like forever, those two years, especially right in the middle. Yeah, so how, did it, how does it feel now, standing on that stage, and it's all paid off, 
the $20,000 mountain has been climbed and conquered by you. And now you sit on this side with no payments. How does it feel? It like freedom. Mm. It's I could go anywhere in the world. I could save up. I could buy a new car and or not a new car, a used car. Uh, <laughs> just by saving up, you know, $1,000 a month for the next 2 years, I could get a really nice car if yeah. I wanted to. So, you know, being 24, almost 25 now and and looking at everything with with opportunity, that's the best feeling. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. The and world is your oyster. I know. And <laughs> what's so exciting for you is that we see people on the stage a lot and then we we walk with them through their whole journey. And it's so many of them, one of the biggest things they say is, I wish I had done this earlier. Yes. And so what is so great about your story, honestly, is your age, your stage of life. And you're like, I'm going to clean this up now when I'm young. Yep. And that way, I mean, the, the wealth you're going to build, the investing you're going to be able to do, the generosity that's going to flow from you and your life that is a beautiful, beautiful legacy. And so it's just, it's incredible, incredible to see it because I know it's hard and I know people probably made fun of you and you're thinking, oh mm. God, this is, I want to enjoy life and I'm here sacrificing. But those two years give you the next 20, 40 years of That's your right. life. Mm. How to, old are you, to Michael? Have that freedom. I'm 24. Oh, 24? 24. Yeah. I cannot wait. You're going to be back on that stage. Baby Steps Millionaire. Man, we are so, so, so proud of you. Well, we've got the Live and Give box for you. That's your chance to gift, you know, everything you've learned, you know, everything that's brought you to this point. You can gift it to somebody else. It includes Total Money Makeover, uh, Baby Steps Millionaires, and a year of FPU. So you can gift that to somebody else. But without further ado, are you ready for this? We've got Michael. He is here and he is doing his debt-free scream. He's paid off 30K in almost two years, making 17K to 54K. Are you ready to count it down? Yes. All right, let's hear your debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So great. That's what it's about, Rachel. That is what it's about. This guy was willing to sacrifice to win. He took the he he heard the message and he applied it. And you know what? And, and it's and it's everyday people that are doing this. It's everyday people. And they just decide. Yes. To make a change. Yes. And the other thing that we see consistently is that they believe they can. Yes. So those of you out there that you're overwhelmed. You feel like the news is yelling at you about inflation mm. and job reports. There's fear. You don't know what's going on. You feel out of control. I'm telling you, there is a system, a plan that anyone can do, yes. regardless of your income, regardless of your debt level. That's right. The timeline may be different and will be different for every single mm -hmm. one of you out there. But Michael is living proof. That's right. That you can one day decide, I'm done. That's right. Financial Peace University that is the plan. If you can get enrolled in Financial Peace University, as a matter of fact, I'm doing a class. You're coordinating, right? I'm coordinating. It starts March 1st. Even if you don't, look, I love if you signed up for my class, but even if you don't, please get hooked up with Financial Peace. I was talking to a girl online just before the segment and she was like, oh, I, don't, I just don't know if I want to commit. Commit. Because if you commit, you could end up like Michael on stage in just a short period of time declaring that you're debt free. Amen. It is worth the time. It's worth the effort. Getting out of debt, guys, you can change your life. We believe you can do it. Now it's time for you to believe you can do it and get signed up to make that change today. This is The Ramsey Show. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, your host, joined this hour by Rachel Cruz. And we're taking calls about your life 
and your money. The, the number is easy. It's 888-825-5225. And we've got our scripture and quote of the day. Oh, I love this one. For we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's poignant. I love that one. And Priscilla Schreier. Ooh, ooh I, I love, love her. Priscilla. Me too. Yes. Contentment is the equilibrium between the enjoyment of life now and the anticipation of what is to come. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that is good. That is good. I love Priscilla. She's got some good stuff. Oh. She is good. And her brother, Anthony Evans. Woo. Yes. Such a great singer. All right, guys, this week in the Ramsey newsletter, we are going to be exploring 10 things that people do to be successful in retirement. I'm interested in that. Daydreaming about retirement is one thing, but actually getting to live those dreams takes very careful planning. We'll lay out the steps for a great retirement so you can make your golden years your best years. Simply sign up for free at RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter to subscribe to our Sunday newsletter to get the full list. I am really loving this company newsletter because it's different. Like, yes, there's always good content, too. such good content. You never know what's going to be in there, but I can guarantee you this. It will be helpful. So with that, let's go to the phone lines. We've got a caller calling in. This is Christine from Seattle, Washington. How can we help you today, Christine? Hi, ladies. I'm so excited to talk to you. Hello. We're excited to talk to you, too. So, um, I have a question. Um, I'm in BS2 right now, Mm -hmm. and my husband wants to have bariatric surgery, which is great. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had it as well. It's been life-changing. But my insurance will cover most of it. I'm not worried about that part. My husband does construction, so part of the post-op recovery is not lifting a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, it'll be about six weeks for recovery for him. So during that six weeks, we won't be getting a paycheck from him. So what's the best way to save for that when that time comes? Because it's usually about a six-month process to go meet the criteria for insurance to cover it. So we have some time to save. But how do I uh, save for that? How do we save for that while paying off debt? I think that in this case, well, first off, is his doctor suggesting that he have this surgery? Or is it just kind of elective? The doc. The doc Doc. is suggesting it. Okay. In that case, I would pause baby step two. I would pause baby step two and I would stack up all the cash that you need to get this done because you're going to have the deductible, most likely. You're going to have the loss of income because of the recovery time. And in this case, it's kind of like one of those many, it's just a few things that we would pause the baby steps for, but this qualifies as one of them, like major health. (laughs) situation so i would pause them do you know how much it's all going to cost um life insurance will cover like most like it's like 60 ish okay and my husband or my insurance will cover like most of it like i had to pay 2500 so it wasn't that bad but you have to pay for also for all like the mental health evaluation all the nutritional classes all that stuff so how much how much is all that how much is all that do you know Mm. ballpark uh like Two to three thousand. Okay, maybe is that including your deductible? Are you going to hit your deductible on this? I yeah yeah okay. I'll hit it before then. Okay, and then um, have you guys? Do you know your expenses week to week of of how much it costs for you guys to to live off of that you're going to need? Yeah. Okay. It'll be like like thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred total. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. 
And okay. how much are you guys making? Like, what do you bring in now per month? Um, about five. Okay, so this is going to cost then, you. Go ahead. Well, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no I was going to say so. From what you said, the surgery um, itself is thirty-five. Did I get thirty-five hundred from that, and then twenty-five hundred a week that it's costing? I just uh, want to make 50, sure. Fifty-five 50, hundred for all the oh. surgery stuff. Thirty-five hundred. Ah, okay. So yeah, about nine. Yeah, yeah about nine grand that you guys are going to need out of pockets to make sure you cover all the yeah the medical stuff and to live off of. Yeah. Because what I would say too, mm-hmm. Christina, since you guys are on baby step two. I would look at your budget and say, okay, what are necessities? Yes. And if there's things that you can cut in that time to limit that 9,000, like that, mm-hmm. that 3,500, because I want you to still be paying on your debt snowball. Since you guys have six months to save for this, mm-hmm. um, that's plenty of time to save for this and still be working your debt snowball. So we want you to pause it to make sure you have that cash in the bank. But then I want you to continue to work the debt snowball um, because I don't want you guys mm-hmm. to lose momentum if it's going to be another six to eight months. Because how much debt do you guys have? Um, with school loans, I have about 15,000 and then, um, in cars, we have a truck and a a car of 30. Okay. So I have a question for you since you've already had the surgery, you're healthy and well, is there a way that you guys can also increase your income during this time? Because you said it's going to be about a six month span that you have to go through, you know, all the red tape before the surgery even happens. So that's it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah, an opportunity do, of time I, there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, my husband, because uh, of construction, he picks up side jobs on the weekends, and uh-huh. then I do um, contract nursing contract work. Okay, great. Um, How much do you guys make a year? Uh, like 90. 90, okay. So yeah, I mean, then there's your plan. The plan is to increase your income as much as you can during the six months and pause the baby steps, stack up that money. There's going to be extra you're not all the money that you stack up is not going to go on to this medical debt. And as soon as everything's over, you're in the clear, throw whatever's left onto the baby steps and resume the debt snowball. How does that sound? Does okay. that sound like it's going to work for you, Christine? Yeah, yeah, it sounds perfect. I just wasn't sure like where to place it. Yeah, in I the almost, I don't know, Jay, what, what would you, you know think? What of, I mean? Yeah, okay, what would, you, what would you think about this? What if they saved the 9,000 that they need, mm-hmm. put it in a separate savings account, and mm-hmm. then they just kept on with the debt snowball? I like that. Are you nervous medically something's going to happen and they need, about some, that. Yeah. they need some more cushion because of a major surgery? I'm a little bit nervous about it. Um, I just want to double check. Your deductible is only 2500 Is that what you said? I just want to make sure that you have enough. No, I, no, no. So my deductible is 3000 Okay. But I'll, I'll meet that before the, even the surgery hits because of like other medical stuff. Okay. That, is already so i'll meet my deductible through other, for other medical stuff by uh-huh. like july and then, then sh- everything will be covered okay okay and then I what i have to pay that. out of pocket be, like for what i for my surgery was two thousand five hundred bucks i just feel like whenever there's a recovery there's that projected time where it's like it'll most likely be this much time but you never know like some people it takes them a little bit longer yeah. so i would just be very concerned like I would shoot a little bit past it yeah so that there's extra I do think that because you're still working and because you guys have a nice income there is the ability to do both at the same time um mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely get the nine thousand dollars saved I think you can keep going I think this is one of those things that 
once you have the money there and you realize how quickly you have it, it's like, well, we're just sitting like we may as well put this money on debt. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you have to be paused for a full six months, right, if that right. makes sense. I agree with that. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully yeah. that helps out, Christine. I think that you guys are in a really great spot. You're thinking through this mm-hmm. on all the in all the right ways. Just pile up as much money as you can. Maybe you sell the thirty thousand dollar car, get Ooh. out of the car loan, and that that re- <laughs> and that relieves a lot. That relieves that a lot. does relieve a lot. It. Yeah, I, I like that I'm idea. What's the car worth? Uh, twenty. Girl, it might be worth know. it. It might be worth. And y'all it. could be out of debt going into the surgery with money saved. Oh, yes. an emergency fund. I mean, like that would. If y'all great. really just just did it, Christine, you could. And and if y'all are going to be making more than ninety, that's right. You're be doing some side hustles and stuff. That's right. It's I like the chal- that idea. It's the, it's the challenge we're giving you, Christine. It is the challenge. But make sure you have, to, to Jade's point, though, you know a big life change is happening. That's kind of mm-hmm. been the theme, I feel like, of this show. Yes. To have that cushion, because I don't want you going into medical debt because you don't have any cash. So you right. know something is coming. Save up. Be conservative. Above and beyond maybe the 9000 just to play it safe. I would. And then start attacking this debt and kind of get it out. Like, have this crazy goal. What if we were debt-free by the time the surgery came? <laughs> I and look, anything is possible. If they get rid of that car, a lot is possible. And speaking of that, that does it for today's show. Be sure to join us the next time, guys. And remember this, when it comes to changing your life and your money, y'all can tell me that you won't do it, but please, please, please do not tell me that you can't. All things are possible. With God on your side, you can do this. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.